welcome everybody. Uh, welcome to Entrepreneur Mind Speak. I'm Lauren, creative and founder of Creme de Mint Design, a branding and packaging design agency in Miami Beach. And this is Hi, my name is Natalie. I'm founder of CloudCreate Web Development Agency in Tampa, Florida. And today we are going to talk about imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is when you have self-doubt in your business or self-doubt in general. It doesn't have to just be about your business. Um, feel like but you it, don't belong. Like when you feel yeah. like you just cannot whether it's in like your job or your business or whatever, you feel like somehow you're underqualified. At least that's how I always felt it was. Yeah. Or you feel like you're a fake or a phony. Yeah. Um, I know. I remember when I had my first graphic design job and I, you know, my first few days there, I was just like, oh my gosh, like I shouldn't be here. Like they're going to find out that I'm not a designer, you know, <laughs> even though like I just gone to school for it and I was just starting, but like, I just kept Hearing, they were going to find out that I wasn't a designer, that I didn't know what I was doing. And, and I think, especially when you're first starting out in business or in your career, those feelings come up a lot, but I have to say like, they still come up even after being in business for years. Totally, totally. I, I had the same thing at my at first job, especially, um, I, I remember the first time someone called me a web developer and I was kind of like, oh, really? <laughs> like I had been coding, I had been doing all this stuff, but like somehow the title hadn't fully stuck with me yet. And I was very intimidated by it. Um, and then even then I was like, oh, I hope they don't call me that in front of the senior developers. Cause then the seat, you know, I was like the senior developers are probably judging me and not thinking I'm a developer at all. So I definitely went through that. And I feel like you go through it every time you're kind of reaching a new height in your, um, whether it's in your career or your business, I feel like every time I've gone into something new, I kind of end up with that self-doubt of, should I be here? Am I supposed to be here? And the best cure that I found is making yourself do it, even though you kind of might suck at it and just keep doing it until you're good at it and then gaining the confidence from that. So you're suggesting fake it till you make it. The important thing with that, like, I think fake it till you make it is fantastic, but like you have to follow through and actually get the product in the end. Like, I don't even have a big thing if someone's never built a website before in their lives and they're like, I'm a web developer here, give me some money for a project. And then they get paid and they figure it out and they build it. Great. But if they then like fail and flounder around and don't deliver, that's when it becomes a problem. I think. I still think I would feel a little bit scared to hire a developer that had never built a website because there's so oh, totally oh totally that's an extreme of course <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There's just so many I don't recommend that I was reading somewhere that imposter syndrome keeps as many as 60 percent of women from striking out on business like striking out on their own and Whoa. yeah yeah and that many women cited in the study that they lacked the confidence and that they had self-doubt in their business. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. When you do start a business, that's probably the worst like experience of that because you're not only expected to be able to do your specialty really well, 
Um, which if you have any self-doubt there, that becomes difficult, but you're expected to also do like every other aspect of business that you know nothing about, at least competently, and you have to just constantly learn. Right. And and the other thing that the study had, had mentioned was that even though the women had the skills to succeed, they still had that confidence and self-doubt. So wow. yeah. And so I think reframing how you are thinking about things can really help. So looking at it in a different way so that you're not, you're not thinking like those, um, almost like broken record thoughts. You have to be willing to go through the learning curve though, and like understand that you are going through a learning curve and that that's okay. And that you need to like, keep working to come out the other end while staying positive about yourself while continuously just being like the rock for yourself that you need to be in order to keep moving forward and gaining the skills that you do actually need. Because I I do think that it's true, like you can be very self-conscious even when you are very competent. But I do also find that like when you do it, even if it's like not great, like everybody starts somewhere, but you keep doing it again and again, by the third, fourth, fifth, or 10th time, you're feeling a little more confident about it. At least if it's like a product that you're making, you know, like in our case, if we're designing something or we're building something, you know, after you do that 10 times, you feel pretty good about it. You know, just trusting yourself to keep doing and increasing your performance in whatever you're doing. Yeah. So like repeating it over and over again, you get more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And it becomes more familiar. I think a lot of people, they feel this like not good enough feeling. And like, there's an inner voice saying you're a fraud, you're not good enough. And I think like really challenging that and saying, am I justified in feeling this? Calling out what you are feeling, I think can help you assess whether or not your feeling is or isn't really a fact. Oh, totally, totally. I know that like I've gone through times where I felt a lot of self-doubt and then, but then like uh, something good happens and like it all goes away. So like those thoughts were not because there was truth. Those thoughts were because I was scared. And as soon as something happened that made that fear go away, I got some win somewhere that showed me like, oh, I am kind of going in the right direction. Like all of those thoughts of not being good enough, of not being strong enough, of not being smart enough or whatever I was thinking completely evaporated. As entrepreneurs, sometimes it can feel really isolating. So I think making sure that you have other people you can reach out to, a group of peers, work through some of the self-doubt and- have some, you know, have some support helping you to reframe your, your mind, your mind. Well, you also realize when I first started in business, I thought everybody else that was in business that I ever came across were like millionaires. I just assumed that every person that had businesses and seemed like they did well was so far beyond what I was when I began that I was intimidated by everyone. And then once you actually start talking to people, I mean, maybe they are millionaires, but they have problems of their own and they have their own self-doubts. Even people at way high levels, they still have certain doubts and fears and they still don't have a lot of things figured out. 
people were like, oh my God, that person must have it all figured out. Everything is so perfect. They really don't when you talk to them. Like we're all just humans trying to kind of like figure things out as we go. Absolutely. And I think that's a really good thing that you pointed out. Um, I think that when we're first starting out, we do see everybody else as far more successful. You know, we don't really know what's happening. And like you said, even if you have a multi-million dollar business, doesn't mean it doesn't come with its own struggles and its own challenges and its own failures. And, yeah. you know, I think it's just, it's just part of, part of business and part of life. Totally, totally. I will never forget sitting with somebody who I was literally intimidated in talking to because he came across so professional, so put together. It turned out he had crippling anxiety. He had all that going on and you would never know that um, if, if you didn't actually talk to him and find out what he was doing. So I think one of the things to think about is also um, to always celebrate your successes along the way. Yeah. Um, to really like hone in on like what what are my successes? And that will kind of bring up your confidence also because you'll be like, okay, like I had this little success and this success and this success. And you start to build that pool of success and confidence um, versus if you have the self-doubt side where you're, um, you know, you have all these negative thoughts that are piling up. So you want to like, make sure you feed that more positive mindset as much as possible. That leads into um, self-sabotage. When people are, you know, you're just like nonstop doubting yourself and not reaping the rewards of what you're doing and not finding enjoyment in what you're doing, whatever that may be. Um, I've seen people where they get themselves into these um, situations they just can't get out of, and they actually jeopardize all the success that they're working towards because of their own self-doubt and nervousness around whether they'll be able to do it or not. And I think that something that I know has really helped me get through the tough times is like remembering why you're doing it. Like, what is your reason? What is your why for actually even doing what you're doing it, whether that's your career or whether it's your own business or whatever it is, why are you actually doing that? Because that why is what's going to carry you through all those stressors. And that's what is going to keep you going and keep you moving in a positive direction rather than you know, having some kind of like unconscious desire to get out and potentially, you know, forcing yourself into a situation where you will be out of it. And I think that also ties in with, um, you know, the fear of making mistakes as well, because you're, you know, you're feeling like um, a novice or you feel like you're unqualified, also self-sabotaging at the same time. So I think um, it's sometimes these things can come pile on each other add in a rough client that hates your design and like that's like a, a recipe for internal morale disaster um especially when you're a little bit newer so you you're kind of still working and finding your style you're playing with stuff maybe a little bit more um and you ha don't have it all figured out yet as far as like getting that exact right product that you know is going to create a good effect um i'll never forget like my first week 
doing web design and development, I like had a client and she was appalled at something I had created. She was like, oh my God, that's so horrible. This was in like 2008. Oh, no. <laughs> and I, I was shocked. I was like, oh my God, I thought it was so good. I didn't have much training at the time. So it kind of like, you know, was kind of like part and parcel of learning and that's totally fine. But that can happen. You can always have an unhappy client or just a client that's in a bad mood. And, um, and if you're already doubting something that you're doing and then you get some kind of critique that you might not know how not that you have to defend it, but you might not know the reasoning that you're using for doing something. And so when it gets pointed out, you don't have something to say about it. Um, it can be really rough on your self-esteem as a designer or a creative. Knowing how to process that kind of feedback, whether it's from a client or even from a superior, like a director or whatever, um, I think is really, really an important part of being a creative because you're going to get feedback and it, it's not always going to be positive and you need to learn to be like roll with the punches and just like keep learning, keep improving your skill, keep learning the methods that you're using to back up why you're making decisions so that when something is questioned, you actually have an answer. And this is all just stuff that comes with experience. Um, but I find that that process, it really brings a lot more confidence with it. And you'll feel a lot better presenting things um, and dealing with clients and dealing with um, seniors and stuff like that, doing that. Yeah. And I think the other thing is like, when that self-doubt creeps in, remind yourself of a great review that you got from a client. Yeah. Think or think about like, if you've won some awards, like think about your award winning work or, you know, something that, um, that'll boost you after that sort of, you know, challenge or letdown. Totally, totally. Turn, like figure out how to turn like whatever negative emotions into something positive. It's interesting because this is all around mindset. It's all around our mindset and, um, and just having a different perspective. Doesn't necessarily only start in the beginning of a business because a business will go through all kinds of cycles, you know, through good times and bad times and, you know, times of financial fantastic economies and horrible economies and whatever. It's going to go through all kinds of stuff and you're going to have to be able to you know, pick it up by the bootstraps here and there. And I think that that is something that is incredibly, incredibly hard to do, not just in business, also in life, um, to no matter what comes your way, just keep going. And it's not just the willingness to keep going, but the actual figuring it out and like making it work for you um, and just constantly adjusting to the environment as you need, um, forcing yourself through, making sure that like what you're offering is what people want and need. Yeah, just keep picking yourself up and and uh, yeah, and just keep rolling with the punches. Yeah, <laughs> but then like the rewards are the best. I do believe that for people that really want, you want to succeed in business or in your career, you have a goal that you feel really strongly about. If you keep working towards it, I do feel that like you can overcome things like self-doubt and you can overcome things like anxiety. And when you do that, then like the amazing, the amazing reward is on the other end. Yeah. I think it's like, we want to make sure that we acknowledge our success, call out our doubts, 
find support when we need it and, you know, get through the not good enough feelings and just stick to our journey, no matter what it holds. Yeah. I so agree with that. I don't (laughs) think I could top that or add anything to it. I think that is like, (laughs) I I think think that sums up the topic of imposter syndrome. So um, let's, uh, let's wrap up and thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of Entrepreneur Mind Speak. And we'll see you again next time. Thank you. That's right.